So like I I I never felt right recording myself like here I am guys what's YouTube yeah. so that was a, the worst thing for me you get me a stage I can do it because these people bought a ticket to see me but the first videos are, are kind of scary and I will tell you there's a lot of videos where I'm like hey guys I'm oh here oh someone's walking is anybody there oh, you're mm. What's up, Dadhead Crew, and welcome to another episode of the Dadhead Chronicles podcast. This week, I give you part one of my conversation with Flobo Boys. He is a, a podcaster. He's a content creator. Uh, he works with some uh, crazy, crazy brands out there. Okay, guys. He, he even put out a commercial with Major League Baseball. That's right. And then one of my favorite things that he does is he works with cheats of the black baseball mixtape that's right he'll be on on the podcast later on but this time we're going to talk to flobo okay listen we talked about how he got started in all of this wrestling is one of his main loves we also talked about content creator okay how how he goes about it what he does some of his fears uh some of the things that he still worries what he does as a content creator that i do as well which is it was funny it was you know it was a little cool to you know feel the same way because like sometimes you're as a content creator you feel like you're you know, you, you, you're all in your own bubble. They think it's like, oh, you know, I'm the only one that's an idiot enough to just, you know, try to, you know, be afraid of, you know, creating some content out in public. Nope. Nope. I was wrong. And I love it. So guys, without further ado, I give you the episode. All right. Well, I want to welcome you guys to yet another episode of the Dad Hack Chronicles. My name is Ed Rivera, also known as the Dad Hat. And with me today, I got a good friend, man. We just met online. I saw, I heard your episode with uh, with our good friend Anna Flobo. Well, how you doing, man? How how you been, brother? I, I'm good. I'm as good as you, man. Because I've been I've been lurking in the live stream. Got a crew going. Got a whole community building around hats, man, and baseball culture. I'm, I'm just jealous. I'm excited to be a part of it. You know. Yeah, you know what? It's it's been fun. The live show has been something that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be in radio, right? And and I was like, all right, let me. I, I look for places. No one had. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna create my own show. Yeah, that's what it is. So I did. You got to do. <laughs> no, seriously, like the whole DIY stuff is like it used to be cool, but now it has to be. If you want to do something, just go ahead and do it. You, know? you got to do it yourself because ain't nobody else gonna do it for you. Absolutely, and toot your own horn. Because it's your horn, right? Right. Hey, boom, boom. There <laughs> you go. Right. Listen, that's how it is right nowadays. So, but you know what? Let's get started. Everybody ask you the question. I'm going to ask it just go, you know, that's how it is. Why baseball, right? Like, you know, why the sport of baseball? I mean, obviously we all follow all the sports. I'm a, I love football, basketball and all that, but why baseball? That's actually a really dumb question because like, like most, I was on this out of two on the uh, baseball book list podcast, shout out to that uh, curb and media. Right? Shout out Anna. I wish I was somebody who was intensely with it all the time. I think mm -hmm. almost something you love deeply, you take a couple of years off, you separate. So growing up, I watched baseball because my dad, my parents are immigrants from the West Indies where cricket is a sport. So mm -hmm. my dad has had it on as like a, let me learn American culture type thing. So we had both teams in New York playing all the time. I took the Mets really early because we had brown and black players, a lot more than the Yankee side. And that became my thing. When I moved out to college the first time in Florida and college the second time in Orange County, having the interlocking NY was almost like a tribal mark, right? Because the Yankees were so good, 
Jay-Z made it popular, Fred Durst made it hat popular, everyone had the NY, but if you saw somebody with a Mets cap, they had some connection to my hometown that was 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 miles away, so it became part of my identity, and as my parents got older, and it gets harder to talk to them about YouTube views and podcast guests, we kind of reconnected on baseball, because that's what my dad likes to watch, so I would say, you know, how let's go Mets, how about those Mets, and it's always been a fun time, so it, it's a it's a part of my, my whole soul if you will but it took me a journey to get there it's funny because I, it's the same thing like my dad you know my dad was not really a big fan of baseball like i mean i grew up you know my 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 uncle pitched minor league baseball in back in puerto rico right so he was a pitcher and all that but like i never really had that like you know with a lot of parents like oh my dad taught me the game i was like you know my dad's a pastor i was like so it's like never really learned it from him but like something about it right move here to ohio to i uh, would move to ohio first from puerto rico love Cleveland. That's how it is, right? From the Caribbean here. And then, you know, it's 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 something that connects us all. I really like what you said, though. I was like, it's your way of connecting with your dad, even though like, you know, his first love is cricket. But like, you you know, you guys connected on a different level when it comes to to baseball. Yeah. You know, there's so many times where I'll be out here. I live in Los Angeles now. Every times I've been out here and I'm just like stuck in like just LA stuff that yeah. my dad doesn't know. And I'll call him. Hey, what are you doing? Goes, I'm watching the game because he's three hours ahead. So it's like mm-hmm. afternoon for me and evening for him. And he'll like commentate what's happening or, you know, he'll like rooting for the most random guy, the team. And it's like, you know what? doesn't matter what's going through your mind, those things are absolute. Your dad's your dad. There's going to be, you know, four bases. There's going to be nine innings. Let's just talk it out. And then a lot of times things you were worrying about before kind of evaporates because you kind of refocus what's important. Yeah, it's true. It's absolutely true. Let me ask you, because I've always wanted to to know this from someone who follows the uh, the sport of cricket, right? There's a lot of differences between the sport. Obviously, we know this, but there's some similarities, Right. right. So, so is that was did that become a little bit easier for you guys learning baseball because you're you follow cricket or was it actually a little bit harder? Well, it's a it's a little bit easier now. So I, I came up in the wrong time because now there's a form of cricket called Tet 2020 or T20 mm-hmm. cricket, and that's like designed to be played in two hours. So okay. it's, it's like the newest version of cricket. It's like it was created in my lifetime, so it's easy to compare. But back then, test cricket and one-day cricket is exactly what it sounds like. Test cricket was like a three- or four-day test between teams, Ooh. and they would go back and forth. So it was like a war of attrition. And so, yeah, the I would sit there and say, well, the bat's flat. You can do that. Try hitting the ball with a round bat or whatever. Yeah. But it was, it, was, it was so different. And so – and also there's a game that, that – children play in the commonwealth called rounders so Mm -hmm. it's like the more more slumber to baseball as far as like round bat and running around but because kids played it it was kind of cast aside hey baseball that's that's a ripoff of this children's game real men play cricket they talk to cricket men they're all about that but what i have realized and and i don't want to jump ahead no no go go, for it going into like the united arab emirates this year covering baseball with Baseball United, which is a cricket nation, was that there is some overlap between the idea of going to a ground, catching some food, and watching a game of entertainment, and it may be a bit of a, a bridge to cross, but I do think that path is there. Interesting. Because, you know, obviously, right, cricket, like you said, Tess is like three, four days long. That's that's insane. Like, 
for for fans to go in there and then i'm sure they had to leave and then come back because like i mean you just can't just be there but like now that you have like you know that new version 2020 has been more of a all right let's let's make this a little bit more of an entertainment sport we can watch it in a couple of hours get some fans in and all that so that's become a little bit easier for you guys yeah absolutely and that's how kids played growing up and i always spend summers out out in barbados where my mm-hmm. parents are from like it was i had to learn to be out there all day like kids would get the the the, the stump that would make out at like 8 a.m 9 a.m and play until sunset like six o'clock and i had no idea i was like hey guys two hours lunchtime and you go no yeah, when, you know? when, when we stopping for some lunch yeah, I'm yeah, after I I bet I sat down. I go, no, what are you doing? This isn't baseball. So it it is kind of a, a learning thing, a learning process. But you're right. When it is test cricket time, you kind of go it has almost like a picnic, almost like a live Woodstock situation. You go with your friends and family, have a couple meals in the seat. You, you laugh and you up and you leave with the intention of coming back the next day to see how the game progressed. That's interesting. I you know i i gotta I gotta sit down one day and watch it. That's you know because I really haven't. I'll be honest. I really haven't sat down and really. Uh, taking the time to really learn cricket. There's a lot of rules. It's a little bit different, right? But I really want to, one of these days, I'll sit down and watch it and really learn it. I'm sure, obviously, as we both know, YouTube has videos for everything and you'll learn pretty much anything on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube University helped me out because I get confused with like some of the, the like the nuances of like a strike or a wicket or like my wicket things like that too. YouTube is like now my go-to search engine. I will YouTube things before Googling things now. It's just kind of like, can I see this visually? Enter. It, yeah, this is the new search engine, right? Like, I mean, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. We are we search everything on YouTube. I'm like, hold on a second, I gotta you know change the oil. Let me go in and watch a YouTube video really quick on how to change an oil on my car. It's that's yeah. how it is nowadays. Why not, man? Like it is too expensive to ask real people sometimes for things. <laughs> sometimes you even get the wrong, the wrong answer right. too. Right. So if I can visually see it, I'm like, all right, I can see where that's coming from. All right, cool. I can see that now. But like, you know, when you say it's like, you know, ask somebody like, oh, I don't know about this answer. Try this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So let's talk a little bit about your brand, man. You know, like and and baseball, like, you know, why, why did you decide to, obviously we all have grand you know dreams of you know our brand taking off and all that but why you're why you decided to to take on this endeavor oh you mean in the baseball world yeah so, so i gotta take a step back so as far as like what i'm trained in so i'm a sam comic but like as far as like training and broadcasting it's professional wrestling so i have covered That's right, professional you are. wrestling yeah for 15 years now which is crazy because i'm old enough where i can say 15 years and it still sounds legit yeah, you know, but like, then you look at the end day day and you're like, oh, you're like, oh man, like, yo, this time is undefeated. Yeah. So I, I was coming wrestling for 15 years. That's like the one strand. On the other strand, I had my own podcast and, and it's on the air Thursday. It's called New Amsterdam Radio, where I talk to creatives in general. Like just in general, it doesn't matter if you're an artist or a break dancer or a farmer, I was doing that. The third part of this is that I was actually contracted with Spotify to, to, yeah. to cover pro wrestling on their show called Mac Mania. Bill Simmons had this sports network called The Ringer. Spotify bought that and came wrestling program. So I was a legitimate wrestling broadcaster. So put everything together. I was doing New Amsterdam with a baseball coach, Coach Ernest Wharton out of Chicago. And it was a fantastic time because I asked him questions about black people in baseball. I grew up a Frank Thomas guy. Even mm-hmm. though I was a Mets fan for life, the Big Hurt was the guy I wanted to be. Like, so it was kind of yeah, cool. Exactly. Yeah, I, mean, dude, I, I tell people all the time, he got video game, I bought video games. He had malt liquor, I bought malt liquor. He <laughs> sell wiener pills, I bought all those wiener pills because she'll like it too. You know yeah. I mean? So I had Ernest on and, and he's like, hey, have you heard about cheats? 
I'm like, what's that, nap? He goes, no, 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 no. It's a show called The Black Baseball Mixtape. Mark Cheatham hosted. He's really cool. Connect with him. At the same time, Spotify had said, hey, look, we're going to sunset your show. It's been a good run. We're condensing our efforts. And just talking with Cheats about what he wanted to do with his platform, with my experience and, and somehow blending something that could be ridiculous with comedy, I said, hey, look, I don't need to be your co-host quite yet, but if you need any kind of extra content out there, I can be that man on the street. Yeah. And it was kind of like, oh, we'll talk about it. But then his brand was expanding with the Sunday lives and he wanted something to bounce off of. Or I was doing my own ballpark chasing tour for my own bucket list. He goes, hey, look, out there, bring a camera. And we kind of like grew together. And Black Baseball Mixtape this year was like all dubs, man. People know who we are. Like people are, getting, are asking him for advice. It's It's a pretty cool ride, you know? It's been it's been fun to see. I love seeing that, right? Like I, I love when people like, you know, grow their brand from nothing and they put in those hard, you know, sweat, blood, tears, like everything, right? Like I mean, it's and and to see that to the level where you're now you're being recognized for that brand. Oh, that dude, that's amazing. Oh yeah, and it's funny too because like you did when you're in the you know how it is. Now, yeah, right? yeah. You know you're you're kind of like man, no one gonna see this man. Like I should, I got a day job, I got errands to run, I got that gutter I needed to fix. What am I doing cutting this video? But then someone hits you up and goes, oh man, that video was great. Like I really put it in perspective. And for me, it was it was I was in Denver in July, and I had just done a commercial for MLB, and and someone had noticed me from the commercial. They're like, "Hey, yeah, you're you're the you're the you're the you're the, you're the guy." I go, "Dude, I remember oh, yeah. you doing the bet, yeah. the, the, like your, your phone bet flip with the phone." Oh, I'm like, "Man, dude, I still see that in my <laughs> head, bro." Yeah, man. That, they asked, "He do a bat flip?" I was like, "What do you want, tatties? Do you want like a like like what do you want?" But they recognized for that. I go, "Oh, but I also follow you." because of the Black Weasel mixtape. So they saw me in the MLB playoff commercial and they followed me because of that. And that kept me like in the game, sort of speak, yeah, yeah, in yeah. that space. And I go, I had no idea people notice or care. I'm just doing it because I love it because I was burnt out until having Spotify and it's saying we're done. But I found a new family in Cheats in his, in his mixtape and people are noticing what we're doing. And I say, why not ride this as long as I can? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Let, let's you know before we continue with the black you know black baseball mixtape i want to talk to you about this whole endeavor because you mentioned it on wrestling and and spotify right sure that must have been cool as hell right you like you have your radio show you you're doing your your play-by-play -play and all that but you say you and something that caught my attention is you you infuse it with comedy yeah so a lot of times, so professional wrestling we know is predetermined. Sorry, spoiler alert. There's writers, right? <laughs> so no, what? I'm just, hey, I'm Not just saying. Up. Hey. No way. Hot, hot, hot take, hot take. <laughs> I'm free thinking right now. So that's kind of the ridiculousness of it. Look, a lot of people who do podcasts in the wrestling space are, are my age. I'm in my 30s. The people are older, people are younger. Yep. They've always approached it from like, Oh man, what are they doing? They're not making my guy win. They're not making my guy lose. I mm -hmm. like this match. I like that match. And when it comes to wrestling, the matches are great. I love moves and holes, but when you're talking to your boys at like the barbershop, you don't go, Oh man, that was a dope snap of take home. Oh man, that was a great like suplex. No, you say this character looks dope. This match was great. It made me feel this way. So I said, mm -hmm. Can I have a show where I talk about the feelings, the psychological stuff, the character work mm -hmm. side performers? And it's so ridiculous because you have to explain what a fiend is, rest in peace. You have to explain what a John Cena is. You got to do with a little bit of sheepishness and go, Yes, I know I'm an adult 
with a broadcasting degree from college who was talking about grown men in tights. It's fun. And that kind of became like a fun thing for me because I would pretend like it is real. Like it is kayfabe. I was like, oh man, he lost three matches in a row. I think he's trash. He's washed. Is he? Like I'll ask these dumb questions and people will go, oh my gosh, is he clowning around? But that's the kind of positive engagement we want. We always get too caught up in being the smartest person in the room. We don't want to entertain people, right? If but you don't watch, have to be the smartest person in the room. That's the thing. That's the thing. You could be a, you could be as dumb as you want to where you're not trying to be the smartest guy in the room. And people go, hey, look, I watched three hours of wrestling and now I'm checking out your show. This is great. Hey, I watched six baseball games, but I'm checking out the black baseball mixtape, you know? Yeah, I I love that. I love that because like, I'll be honest with you, dude. I'm not the smartest person, but like I I there's there has to be passion first of all for whatever it is that you do, and then for me is it's all about having fun, mm-hmm. right? If you're not having fun with what you're doing, dude, forget it. Just do something else because at that point it's become it becomes a job. One of my favorite artists of all time, Weird Al Yankovic, <laughs> says, <laughs> "Dare to be stupid." Yeah, dare to be stupid. Why not? Why the heck not? And that dude is making millions, by the way. Like exactly. I mean, exactly. And he, his tour still pops. He does a whole show in a segue. It's great, man. Check it out if you can. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, so Spotify decided, hey, we're we're gonna go somewhere else. We're gonna do something different. They're like, we out. How'd you? Yeah. Let me ask you, how'd you take those news? Because people, you know, don't you know when you're like, oh, it's over. What happened to this person and such person? But like, we never get to to hear from from the on air talent, right? Yeah. Like what like how walk me through your like those feelings like of when when that happened. To say that it's mixed is kind of an understatement. So when I got the call, now from my experience, I've worked with brands before. I've worked mm-hmm. with Fox before. I was an American Idol before. I was on BT before, ESPN. So I've been fired before. So like that, that's so so you're like, used to it. I, well there's there's a there's a part where you have that immediate reaction like I'm mad. Why are you taking this away from me? Or I just bought a house. Or I just pay my bills. So that part I was able to contain and be like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll just go a different direction. Yeah. When you think about this and you see other people in your slot doing your show, doing it in a way that may not be a way you do it, there is a bit of ego there because we mm-hmm. are creatives, right? We are, hey, you had a show crafted. They said, we don't want that, but we want this. I bet yeah. I bet every time you bought an iPod, there was like a hater Zoom <laughs> just sitting in the corner like, I can't believe you bought it. So yeah. there there was that too. But ultimately, I will say it's a privilege, man. I always tell this to people all the time. Spotify didn't pay us a lot, but I got paid to talk about pro wrestling in a broadcast environment with a top 100 company brand who had that opportunity, you know, and it didn't last, it was 15 months altogether, but you can say, Hell, oh, dude. yeah. And when I got, and then back to the commercial thing, when I had my audition for the commercial, because it, the posting was, we want comp comedians to do a bit about baseball. And I was like, I don't know. They asked, do you have any broadcast experience? I showed them a link, a reel from my, my, my wrestling gig at Spotify. And I got yeah. for that commercial. So it helped me out. So I can't, I can't say it's a mixed thing. Sometimes I'm kind of like, oh, I'm grateful. It's okay. But then you can't be grateful when that bank account is negative. <laughs> yeah. Like you get mad as hell when it, you get when really bad like, oh, as hell. Shit. But I wish I was in all the time. I'm only human, you know? Yeah. But it's crazy. That, hey, listen, it is what it is, right? Like, I mean, at this point, it's like, it, it happened, like you said, it's like, hey, listen, now I have a, a, a documented resume that I can show people like what I can do. My versatility is like, all right, we're talking baseball, but like, listen, I can do whatever it is that you need me to do because I did this for 15 months. 
Yeah, I think it's important to say that, look, I could be the lead guy if you want to. I could be your sidekick character. Like, you know, people make people say how Stern's the best, but Robin was there for years to be like, oh, Howie, you need someone to do that role too. Yeah. Back to baseball, right? You could be the best, like, first baseman on, in college, but if you get drafted as a bench option, you're going to say, no, <laughs> I'm mm. the guy back in college. You play your role. And maybe, bro, listen, you tell me that I'm going to be playing the bench a bench player in major league baseball, where do I sign up? Exactly. <laughs> you're not going to, I'm not saying no to that. Like one, that's a paycheck. You get a minimum paycheck because you're an MLB team. And then two, just because you're a bench player don't mean that you can do other things. A lot of bench players have become coaches in, in the sport. I'm just Absolutely. saying. You got to be able to, to like, go back to the whole dumb and smart guy thing, right? Yeah. You know where your talents are. You have confidence in yourself and say, hey, what's the best role for me? Okay, I can, I can slip in a banana peel. I can laugh at your jokes or whatever just to make sure that mm -hmm. I'm in the game. So so you 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 are you are you're let go of Spotify, right? And now you go through this process of like trying to figure out, you know, what to do next. I'm very interested in hearing like, you know, your, your train of thought in this. I'm like, all right, so what do I do? It's like, did you go take some time? Like, all right, so what's my next step? What do I, what do I have to do? Because right. You got your own show, you got your sure. own YouTube channel and all that, but like the, the, the mindset of like, all right, so what do I do now? Yeah, there isn't a quick answer for that. No, it's, I'm, 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 I'm still figuring that out in the grand scheme of things. I'm still figuring that out, but I can tell love, you what happened. Love that. So when, when in, in wrestling, the high season is January through April, that's when mm -hmm. Wrestle Kingdom happens, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. So I, during that time, I kind of like withdrew from wrestling wholesale, but I was kind of like, what was, what was making me happy? And I remember getting burnt out from professional wrestling. And that's when I bought the MLB TV package. And I was mm -hmm. watching the pregame stuff. And I said, Sidebar, when we got let go from Spotify, they paid us out of our contract. They basically paid us to leave. They said, look, it's not on It's uh, it's on us. You're not fired. Here's your money, but just go. Yeah, we're had, we're going to still pay you. We're going to pay you. So I got, the, I got the giant check of a year's worth of work without doing it. And I, you know. Okay. I, yeah, you put some in the 401k, sure, whatever. But after that, you're like, well, what do I want to do with all this cash? Like, I, I can't supersize it every night. You know what I mean? Like, what am I going to yeah. do with it? And so I started doing the, the ballpark chasing. Mm -hmm. And I said, on a plane ride to Kansas City, in this particular case, it was in May. I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, I'm, I'm on a plane to see the Royals from L.A. And this is something that I would do if I had all the money in the world. A domestic flight to see a baseball game and have dollar hot dogs. By the way, delicious dollar hot dogs are coughing. Got to try it. But I'm like, this is what I want to do. Oh, but I'm, they're I'm, but delicious. I'm, they are. They are. And I'm not a hot dog guy. Baseball makes you a hot dog person. They do. It's, it's a Thank big you. hot dog nose up. They know. Thank it. you. But I'm sitting there going, look, this is what I want to do with all the money in the world. Why not do this now and just double down? And, I, and that's what I hit up cheats. Hey, look, can I do more articles? Can I be your second person? If there's a prospect you don't want to interview, can I do it? When we got the call with Cash Shake, I said, if you, if you interview Cash Shake, please give him the call to be in the room with him. Because, you know, baseball was always like the constant. It was New York. It was my family. It never left me. It was always hanging out there and I was trying new things. Why not give it back some love, you know? That's amazing. I love that. And first of all, let's talk about hot dogs because hot dogs are amazing. I don't care where where you go. If, yep. uh, you go to a ballpark. That's what you got to get. I'm huge hot dog guy. That's my thing. You got to have And a lot of people will say it's like, oh, you got to you can't it can only be mustard or it can be ketchup. I don't care how you get it. Get a hot dog. That's, that's how it goes.
That's the way it is. I, I, I'm an egalitarian. See, I grew up with Nathan's. So when I went to parks and there weren't Nathan's, I would just abstain. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you'll go. There's never a dollar hamburger night. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> so there I'm isn't. Like, yeah, I'm going over to Kansas City. There's a dollar hot dog. Let me get six of those. Uh, yeah, give me, give it to me. Like, I need the, I need the big tray. Come on. And then give me a drink and then let, oh, I'm fine. Give me the, the packets because I'm about to go eat. That's how it goes. <laughs> Absolutely. Man. You know how it is. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. All right, so so you you're 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 now you're you're starting to do your your content with baseball, like mm-hmm. where you decided I was like, all right, so I'm going to start traveling. I'm going to start making some Instagram reels and all of that. Like that's how like that's how it started with you. It's like it's just I'm just going to do this and so, do the yeah, I was I was a tourist. I was taking I was taking pictures, just taking pictures, and yeah. then and then cheats hit me one one time I went to, to New York in in July, and I went to well now it's called Mamamides, but before it was called Keyspan Park where the Brooklyn mm. Cyclones play. I was in Mamamides, and and he was like, "Hey man, do me a favor," and I was like, "What? Just record yourself saying, you know, hey black baseball mixtape we in here or whatever." And I did that, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Huh, sounds pretty cool." Next day I was at I was at City Field. I still call it Shea. I was at City Field. And then two days later I was at Yankee Stadium. They said, hey, we're here, whatever. But after that New York trip, I go, you know, two things. Black baseball is something that is thankfully growing. But as a black man, I always wonder what's cool to visit when I go to my country because this part of this this great nation we have where it's kind of weird. And I was like, yeah. well, is there a way to me to to mix kind of like, hey, I'm this like this dumb big kid who's at a Tuesday game playing hooky with hair, some try this when you're here and one thing led to the other. So if you see the progression of, Hey, we're in Brooklyn versus, okay, here at Milwaukee, this is actually a team created because Bud Selig really loved the city of Milwaukee after that team went for the, like I was like going into it, you know? And I said, this is pretty cool. And I think for black baseball mixtape, it's kind of the balance because there are hard questions about representation. There are hard questions about the pay disparity and, and coach opportunities. But 100%. at the same time, you still want to be brothers who love the game too. I think there's room for both of that in that space. Let me ask you, and then I want to go, I'll ask you another question after this, but like it's something you said, it, it really, you know, resonated with me as the, because you can, you can go about the, the, Black baseball, right? As far as, you know, black athletes in baseball, you can go at it two ways. One, you can go at it. I was like, all right, it is, you know, we're not getting the opportunities We're you know, you know, down with the man and all of that, which is fine. There's, 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 there's a room and there's a place for that. Right. Yeah. Wow. But then there's also the, from what, I th- you know, from what I've been seeing from you guys, it's like, all right, let's look at the positives of this. Let's look at the positive of like, of like, you know, the, the, the kids playing the, the, the black players are already playing right now and what they can do as far as being role models for kids, you know, that are, that are, had the same upbringings as them. As them. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It, this actually comes from wrestling because that was the way I approached approach cheats. I was like, I love talking about the struggle, but it can't be just a struggle. This is like when, when we wanted when we wanted diversity. I didn't want movies about slaves all the time. I mean, that's important. It's important to our history, but like sometimes I want to. Yeah. Have like, I call it the big dumb movie. Like for me, it was a Red Tails because it was completely historically inaccurate about the black pilots. Like, it was yeah, yeah, totally yeah, written, yeah, yeah, totally written terribly. But I was I watched it because like or. Crazy Rich Asians, like it's a big dumb romantic comedy, but it's a it's a you're allowing ourselves to have these moments of this big dumb entertainment because that makes it valid. That makes it part of the culture. Not just saying here's the struggle. And so to me, that came from wrestling because when I was a kid, I was a fan of The Rock, and because The Rock looked like me and he yeah. dressed well, uh, and there really wasn't anyone that looked like me. But The Rock 
Host Nation, when he was in the, the, the people, the corporate champ, was just, I'm the champ. After he got out of the nation, he never said, well, you know, I'm black, I'm held down. It was like, I'm just good at what I do. I'm the next big thing. Yep. This company gave me the championship because I'm that guy. And to mm-hmm. me, that was so cool. The big hurt wasn't the big black hurt. That sounds terrible. But you know it does sound. Yeah. Frank, <laughs> Frank Thomas was this Frank Thomas. <laughs> yeah, but he, he was just the big hurt. There was no... Yeah. If, if you didn't, you know, nobody knew about baseball. It was like, who's the big hurt? I'm like, oh, that's Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas, right. yeah. And, and then you showed him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 100%. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that, right? Like, I mean, yes, there's a there's a time and place for to talk about the struggle, to talk about the history. Which, by the way, everybody should go to uh, the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. It is an absolute wonderful uh, museum. I've been there. It's gorgeous. They're, they're, they're building a brand new one and all that. So you guys should definitely watch it. Clemente's in there, by the way. So I'm that's you know, that's my that's my baseball hero right there. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah. So, but like there's also the all right, let's make fun of each other. And but at the same time, we know that, that you know we're 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 giving you the 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 theme that we're giving you, like you know, something to talk about, even though we're doing in this over-exaggerated, grandiose thing that is a comedy, like you said, you know, crazy uh, the the uh, rich Asians. Right. I don't I don't want to be like that. Those comedians on podcasts who try to like make it super serious, but community starts with a joke, right? How, yeah. I have so many friends that have been shipped off to the military, young scared but they meet a guy in their barracks who like i don't know what's his bed or something and that's a joke they have to bond yeah. with other people or something like that and that and that matters and so i always tell cheats like let me be the dumb person let me jump in there in the comments and let me ask people oh yeah what's your favorite candy twizzers or red vines because they're still human beings and so the idea is that when you listen to a show that we have a guest that you get both half of that person yeah they want to you know, hit 450 foot bombs but they also want to give back so one hundred percent, and that's why I love that. And I love. Let me ask you this, and this is something that I've experienced as far as um, creating content, creating videos, and all that. Right? Is the you start so like you know you grab your phone and you start taking like oh I'm here and you know but you see like you know your progression. How has your progression has been from you know starting you're making your first video to now doing it you know for you know a black baseball mixtape and all that like, i mean there has to be a progression there has you're to not, be some moments of embarrassment and all that fun stuff you're not gonna believe it i'm incredibly shy when it comes to that kind of thing get uh, out of here dude i'm, I'm serious because like i'm from a point where we're like you walk into a store you look at you funny right so like I, I i never felt right recording myself like here i am guys what's youtube yeah. so that was a, the worst thing for me you get me a stage i can do it because these people bought a ticket to see me but the first videos are, are kind of scary I, and i will tell you there's a lot of videos where i'm like hey guys i'm oh here oh someone's walking <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, um, and up stop up stop up stop so that does happen it doesn't go away i don't think that's ever going to go away but what i what i have noticed is that i've gotten real good at just running and gunning I'll say, hey, look, I want to have a wide shot. I want a, a shot out of the field. I want a shot of me eating something, a shot of high-fiving an old person, and then go. As opposed to walking around with it. I think that's when we get frustrated in the moment. We go, and then we do some kind of content, and we go, oh, man, this is not what I had in mind. What am I going to do with this? Um, so I, I guess a shot list in that case. I made more structure when it comes to that. Yeah. But also keep it open. Because like if something, if something changes, then you'll be able to go with the flow, too. 
hope you guys enjoy that episode with Flobo. Now, make sure you guys are following him on all of the socials. Check the show notes so that way you guys can go ahead and click on it and give him a follow. All right, listen, a couple of things regarding Corporate Media and Dad Hat Chronicles, okay? One, for Corporate Media, our Corporate Media meetup is coming up in May, the 24th, 25th, and 26th. We're going to hit up three teams, okay, guys? Uh, we're going to go hit the Holly Springs Salamanders, the Durham Bulls, and the Carolina Mudcast. That's right, three teams, three days. So come and join us, have fun, meet some cool people, some content creators, all that fun stuff. All right. Now, as far as the Dad High Chronicles podcast, uh, the live show and all that, uh, we're dropping it down to one day a week right now uh, with the with the baseball season starting. We're all going to start traveling and all that. So we really do w- don't want that to get in the way of uh, the show and all that. So just wanted to put that out there for you guys. OK, uh, and then, you know, as, as always, make sure you guys are following me. I am on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all of that threads even twitter um you know hit me up all right we'll talk we'll hang out uh do you want to do some collaboration absolutely let's do it all right guys now now that we're done with all that fun stuff let's go ahead and give you the joke of the episode and here it is why did the belt go to jail because it held a pair of pants (laughs) all right all right i see myself out until then guys keep grinding and always support minor legs. See ya. This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna Tomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey everyone, it's Eric from the great state of Kansas. This is Johnny from the New Orleans Baby Cakes Memorial Museum. And we are the Earn Fun Average Podcast. Where we talk to a variety of guests about their love of baseball and have fun doing it. America, lower your standards. Average is what we do best. This is Patrick. And Corey. Of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. Learn more about Curve Brand Media at CurveBrandMedia.com.